What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler and this is where we talk about animation, whether it be cartoons or anime, movies, shows, all that good stuff. Today we're doing another movie. Today's actually a special episode. I don't know what, I haven't really, you know, uh, nailed down when these, uh, quite with the schedule when these are coming out, but this is an episode, possibly the first, possibly the last, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what orders are coming out in, but this is one of the episodes as a part of my uh, the special little Christmas week we're doing here on Cartoon Season, um, where we talk about a bunch of movies all week. It's a special thing. Usually episodes of this podcast come out every Monday. This week, you're getting one every day. You're getting five, one every weekday. Um, and this is one of them. Again, this may be the first one. <laughs> Maybe the last one. Don't know what order I'm putting them out in, but um, yeah, we're talking about The Grinch, obviously the 2018 version. If you're on YouTube, you could have guessed that already because uh, you can see the image right here. But we're talking about this movie. Um, this is one that I've seen once before, not too closely, um, but this time I, you know, watched every frame, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, this is the third, I think, uh, like movie adaptation of this. And um, I thought it was real good. You know, I thought it was different. I thought it took some stuff from the Grinch that we know and love and add some new stuff. And, um, you know, I thought, I, thought, I thought it was nice. Um, so today, I'm going to get into three different things. going to get into Cindy Lou Who and what kind of character she is and how she's kind of different than what I feel she's been depicted in the past. Um, I'm going to talk about the relationship between Grinch and Max, which I think is very nice. Um, again, slightly different than what I feel like we've seen in the past. And then we got Grinch being an orphan, which has been played around with, I know, in the live action movie, but I think they have a nice spin on it here that I want to get into a little bit. So before I get into that, make sure to go to YouTube, specifically the Tiger T YouTube channel. That's where you can get more episodes of this. Or if you're purely audio, um, you can go to any other podcast platform. Um, links for everything, the, the link for the YouTube channel, as well as the link um, to the nice little web page I have that lists every single podcast platform <laughs> you can get. This will be in the description. Um, so go on there. Have a good time. So first up, like I said, um, this is in the wrong order. Very professional of me <laughs> to put these in the wrong order. The wrong, wrong order. All right. That's that's fun. Here we go. First time that's ever happened. <laughs> so maybe maybe it's better to just go on the podcast. That way you can't see my mess ups. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're talking about Cindy Lou Who. Um, I, I, I like her because um, I don't really think she was too much of a role in the first, like the original movie. Um, the live action one, we play around with her more. Um, but I think this one is really cool because... First off, I mean, she's definitely more of like a kid in this one. I feel like in the live action one, she was, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like she was older, you know, like in, in this one, I could totally believe she's like seven. Whereas in the live action one, I felt like she was like 12, you know, which isn't much of a difference, but I feel like it's enough for there to be like, for there definitely be a distinct line between how one, uh, one version acts versus the, how the other one acts and i really like this one because they, they all another difference is that they definitely depict her as like more proactive and like she's almost like a daredevil in, in, in a sense 
and um, you know she's more like that like rambunctious kid whereas and this isn't me I, I don't know why I'm doing this but I'm apparently gonna compare everything to the live-action Jim Carrey version but in the Jim Carrey version she was more like shy and more like just kind of like a character just kind of like there you know um, anyway but I do like that about her you know she um, in the beginning she goes crazy on a sled <laughs> to deliver a letter to Santa like she's going nuts not only going over crazy hills, but she like bounces off rooftops um, and stuff like that. And I just really like that scene because it does, it immediately tells us, okay, what kind of character that she is and what she could be. Um, and also how serious she is, like along with every other Who and Whoville who like take Christmas very seriously. Um, but then the other side to her character is how smart she is and how big of a heart she has where she notices like every day, like she notices her mom. Um, working very hard to take care of herself and her two brothers all by herself um, and again I think that was something that was I'm, I'm not going to do it I got to stop comparing this movie um, to the live action version um, but yeah I, I do really like that because she sees it and she's like man I want to help her you know I want um, you know she, she has a big heart and she wants to help other people and she's like hey my mom deserves more <laughs> You know, she, she deserves a break. She deserves some sort of reprieve from, you know, from this, um, you know, which is why she does everything she can. You know, like even the, the, there's like a couple throwaway lines where she talks where she tells her mom that she like cleaned up all the toys in the in the her, her brother's room. And the mom is like, oh, you don't have to do that. And she's like, yeah, I know. And, and that's it. Right. Where she's just like, yeah, but I, I wanted to like, I'm why? Why wouldn't I? Um, you know, just like little things here and there to give. Um, you know, to, 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 to give her mom less to do. Um, and then we have another funny little thing here where later on she decides to put on four coats um, as well as a bunch of other gear. But the four coats was, was a real sticking point uh, because she's going to travel to the North Pole so she can see Santa in person. Very important. I got to talk to him. And I love the way the mom plays this because the mom, not for a second, says, hey, you shouldn't do that. Or, hey, are you sure? Or, I don't know, it's a good idea. Like she just goes along with it. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it must be, it must be important. So yeah, yeah, de definitely go over there. Um, you know, tell him, tell him I said hi. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in, a, in about a month. <laughs> and Cindy, Cindy is just like, a month? What are you, no, 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 no. Like it takes a month to get to the North Pole? She's like, yeah, just about, just about a month. Yeah, it takes about that. And then like, you know, you got to come back. So, um, and then Cindy decides it's not a good idea. That should be something else. But I do like that moment of the mom not really freaking out because she's like, she knows how to stop Cindy from doing something this reckless. She's like, oh yeah, it's gonna take about a month, <laughs> and and she knows that that'll destroy Cindy and that'll destroy all her plans going over there because Cindy can't, um, you know, she can't. Um, she doesn't have that long to wait, right? Because Christmas is only in, what, like, five days or something? So, um, yeah, that was, that was really nice. Um, and then we have a nice... <laughs> I didn't write this down, but we have a nice thing that I just remembered where, um, you know, the mom is like, hey, why don't you help me put the put the star on the tree and everything? And then she says something about, like, hey, do you, hey, um, do you want to take some of your coats off? <laughs> and Cindy's like, yeah, I feel like I should take off at least one or two. <laughs> it's pretty hot in here. <laughs> like, Damn, we got four coats on. So many. So the next thing is that she devises a plan to catch Santa, right? Well, if I can't go to the North Pole to see him in time, I'll just wait for him to come to me, catch him, 
and then I'll do whatever I gotta do. Um, which is again a, a very kid thing to be like, we're gonna we're gonna catch him, we're gonna we're gonna lay a trap, <laughs> you know? Um, and it's like a little homemade trap with like rope and cookies, and um, you know, there's even you know when they're devising their plan and they're trying to like test it. There's even a fun thing where they literally just put like a rope around a cookie, <laughs> and the and the kid is like, but I can see the rope. <laughs> But I can see the string. Like, I can see that something is amiss. Um, and, um, and a little later on, when, when, we, when she finally does catch Santa, who's really the Grinch, um, she lays out her, her idea. And she's, you know, you know, the Grinch is like, ah, oh, just, just, you know, give you your gifts or whatever. And he's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want any gifts. He's like, what do, you, what do you mean you don't want gifts? He's like, no, well, I, I don't want gifts. I, I just want my mom to be happy. You know, she spends so much time working on me, working on my brothers. Um, she works, you know, all this, all this stuff. She takes care of us 24-7. Like, I just, I just want her to be happy. You know, you're Santa. You can, you can do stuff, you know, that's, that's all I want. Um, and then later on, we'll get into it, um, you know, how that affects Grinch. But I just, that's very nice for <laughs> like a kid. Like, it's not a stereotypical kid. You know, we even have back at the scene where, um, I think they're doing the tree. I think that's a big thing at the time. Um, she, Cindy is talking to her friend and she lays out her plan, like everything she wants and all that. And her friend is just like, wow, I asked him for a turtle, <laughs> you know, cause that, that's just a nice dichotomy between, um, someone like her and then like an average kid <laughs> who just wants a thing. Um, and the kind of end cap to her character is she decides to invite Grinch to dinner. I mean, everyone really wanted him there, but Cindy, um, you know, Cindy Lou who she's the one who actually goes and you know she is i don't know she goes she's sent she volunteer whatever it may be she's the one who actually goes and and makes that final connection to the who's and to grinch um which again just again further displays her love for people and how much she wants people to be happy and together and smiling and all that stuff so i think generally i think that gives a good you know all the stuff i mentioned i feel like it gives a good picture of what kind of character she is and now she is a kid. She does have this weird, like, reckless things where she travels by sled and um, devises this weird, like, home alone type trap to, to ensnare Santa. But she always has a good intention. She has a good heart. Um, you know, sometimes she's a little bit um, ignorant. But again, she's a child. Um, and in the end, she just wants everyone to be happy. So, you know, I think she was definitely a highlight in terms of this movie. I feel like she was not necessarily the backbone, but I think she added something to this movie that it definitely needed it would definitely be missing without something like this um yeah then we can move on to the <laughs> out of order we can move on to the grinch and max relationship just just a few things here i want to touch on because again i'm not going to mention it again but compared to the other the other two film adaptations of this story i feel like this takes it in a slightly different direction a lot of reminiscing you know from from earlier works but it, it does take it in a slightly different way so um just generally we do have max that you know he does a lot of heavy lifting for grinch's daily routine you know he a lot of a lot of gizmos a lot of gadgets that max is kind of a part of quite literally and figuratively um that kind of gets grinch up in the day and it helps him with like you know like Max does a lot for this for this man, <laughs> you know, but he, he likes doing it, it seems like. You know, he, he likes being a part of Grinch's life and helping him out and doing whatever he can and all that. So, um, you know, because I don't, I don't particularly believe that the Grinch dislikes Max. 
I feel like there have been other adaptations and other like interpretations where um, the Grinch likes Max, but he uses him more like a servant, um, you know, and there's like less of the love, you know, actually peeks through his character. Um, you know, but I think this one is more abundance in the clear love that Grinch has for Max. You know, even there are times where Max's general happy personality, um, you know, irritates Grinch. You know, we have the one moment, the, the moment that I'm thinking of when I wrote this was when Grinch is playing the piano and Max just wants to be a part of it. He's probably playing the drums, just hitting the cymbal with his tail and Grinch gets irritated, um, you know, because that's, that's ruining the flow of what he's doing. Where Max just wanted to be playing along. He just wanted to be a part of it. Um, and immediately after, Grinch goes after him and is like, all right, I'm sorry. Like, I, you know, I overreacted. You know, you just wanted to play with me. Like, uh, I get it. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. You know, so that's nice because, like, I don't think that would have happened in other iterations. I think other iterations, you know, Grinch would have yelled at Max. Max would have went down and then Grinch would have just been like, um, whatever. He'll, he'll get over it, you know. And then they would play the next scene, you know, like, so, so, so I think we do have, you know, I think it's nice that we do have little touches there, um, that just show how strong their bond really is. Um, and then again, just, just more on Max. I mean, he pushes so hard, um, you know, for pulling the sled all by himself, you know, when we, when it gets to the point where like, we can't use Fred <laughs> anymore. I think that was his name. Um, and you think oh, there's no way that this small little dog is able to pull the sled, but he does. You know, he goes into the sand, the snow, and we're like, oh no, Max. And then the, snow, the thing starts moving, and then Max comes out the snow. It's like, yeah, like he, he, again, Max does a lot for this man. And I think that a lot of times it's hard to see it, but 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 Grinch really does reciprocate his respect and love for Max. Um, you know, he, even by the very end, which is a, a one of the most touching moments in this movie, is when Grinch buys Max a new chew toy. You know, he's like, hey, I got you this thing. And then Max opens his little door thing and he sees the toy and then Max looks at him <laughs> like all happy. And then Grinch is like, yeah, yeah, it's yours. <laughs> and then Max just goes crazy with the chew toy. And we do have a nice, you know, another nice little uh, moment of comedy here where Grinch is, you know, Grinch is like already um, regretting buying him the toy because it's a chew toy, but it like makes noise <laughs> every time he chews on it. And he's like, oh, man, I'd, I uh, think I should have bought you this. <laughs> You know, this is that's already becoming annoying. But again, he loves Max so much that he's like, he sees how happy Max is with that toy. There's no way he's going to get rid of it, you know? But yeah, I mean, again, those are just a bunch of little moments, little things that I noticed in the, in the movie where it really shows Grinch and Max's relationship, their bond, their love for each other, you know? Because it's also a thing that they've, they've only had each other for so long, you know? Um, you know, especially looking at Grinch's side, which is a nice segue into the final topic, but it's where like he was an orphan, you know, he didn't have anybody, he didn't have anyone close to him, no friends, no family, no nothing. So him himself has been super reliant on Max, um, and Max the other way around again, I don't really know his backstory too well, they don't get into it, but Max, you're assuming has also only had Grinch, you know, um, like I said, that does move nice into our final topic, which is Grinch being an orphan. Which again was touched on previously, previous iterations, but um, I think they really dive into it this time, where it's not just like, "Oh, Grinch was an orphan, that's why he gets upset." Like, no, no, no. We get into it here, where we see flashbacks. If you're looking on the screen right now on YouTube, you see kid version of Grinch, and um, it, it's really funny because he's like a big head. <laughs> but um, 
like he was an orphan and nobody wanted him you know probably because he was green i imagine but um yeah nobody like he would see other people get adopted and he's not not adopted you know and then christmas would roll around and he never received any presents you know he never got any presents for christmas so there's no reason for him to ever be happy that christmas was around you know because as a kid christmas is presents that's all you care about you know what i mean that's 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 the only reason kids like it um is because you get presents you get you get stuff you know because you're a kid you don't have any money <laughs> you know um so he, he he never got that joy either you know he never really understood what family could be you know because again going back to the, him seeing other people getting adopted him looking around outside and seeing you know families hugging each other and playing in the snow and and all that stuff like he didn't really know what family is you know i'm sure he had thoughts about it i'm sure he had wishes of wanting a family i don't know why he wouldn't but he never had one so he, he never really had that nice cozy feeling of other people caring about him um you know you know especially to that degree and then along with that he you know we have a, a, a little flashback here where he goes and he looks into other people's windows and he sees the family sitting down at, at, a, at a huge table and eating Christmas dinner and they're laughing and they're enjoying themselves. That's just another, just another straw on the camel's back, right? Or he's just like this, I don't have this. I've never had this. Like everyone is happy on this holiday, but, but I'm not, you know, and that's where it eventually festers and it grows into his hatred. It grows into like him twisting it in his mind to everyone in whoville turned their back on him and no one cared about him and they all they all did this you know um, which is why he can't bear christmas it's not even that it's not even quite like he hates christmas i mean he does but it's not even that's not even the first emotion that comes to his mind is hate it's more just like like sorrow maybe and and, and very like empty sorrow where it's like he it's not so much he hates it, so he just don't doesn't understand it because he never had that feeling before. You know, he, he just can't understand why does everyone like Christmas? You know, because everyone has had <laughs> multiple Christmases where amazing things happen. You have good feelings and, and times and everything. He never had that. That's why that's his least favorite time of the year. Um, but given all of this, this is why Cindy Lou Who is able to get through to him because Cindy shows him something that he's never had before um where he does you know you know even with the with her talk with her talking about how much she wants her mom to be happy that's all she wants she doesn't want any physical goods <laughs> or services she just wants her mom to be happy and that's like that hits the grinch of like why why would a child just want someone else's happiness over a present over a gift you know, but that also gets through to him in the way of this is what family could be. This is what family would wish for each other. You know, they would want each other's happiness over something physical, you know, over a chew toy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that's how he's able to get through. And then, like, even touching on what I did before where, you know, Cindy inviting her to, um, you know, Grinch to Christmas. That's like, wow, like he's never been invited nowhere. And then he gets there and everyone's happy to see him. Even the one dude who I love probably the best character in the show he's just always happy all the time like hugs him and is like hey it doesn't count as a hug if you don't hug back <laughs> which is so good you know and then he gives a little speech at the end and he's like hey i hated christmas that's why i stole all your stuff you know but i never really 
had a reason to like Christmas and you all have given me that, especially this little girl over here and everyone loves it and it's a great ending to the movie. Um, and yeah, that's the movie. Take it or leave it. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, that, you know, I think overall, I think this film was very good. I think it was a nice adaptation. Um, I think some of the twists on the characters and some of the exaggerations on a certain characters, um, you know, like personality traits and stuff, I think Illumination did a really good job of this telling. You know, I don't think this is one where you look at and we're like, eh, eh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe skip that one. Like, no, I, I think this was good. I think this was fun. Had some nice little comedy here and there. It had some heart in places that maybe the other two didn't. The other two had heart, but like, you know, this one does it in different ways. Um, you know, I think the, you know, it also does different things too with like them searching for a reindeer, you know, and then the, the screaming goat was funny, you know, um, and then um, all of them dispersing and you got Fred, <laughs> you know, and even uh, again with, with, with the comedy, of course, but then also with, with the feels of like, oh, they eventually run across a female reindeer and a child reindeer and you realize that's Fred's family. And then Grinch has this, this heart to heart moment where he's like, I, I can't keep Fred here. Like, he has a family. He wants to go see his family. I, I can't do that. You know, so like e even stuff like that, that was never in any other iteration. It's like, you know, I think Illumination did a good job. Um, I should say the people who worked for Illumination on this movie did a good job. Um, but yeah, that is this episode of Cartoon Season, specifically of Christmas week. Um, I don't know when this episode comes out. <laughs> don't know what day of the week, but... Um, if the week's not over, make sure to listen to the other Christmas week episodes. If it is, maybe go back and listen to the ones you didn't, because we're covering other movies. Um, and uh, yeah, let me know what you thought of this movie. Um, I guess it's inevitable, but let me know what you thought of it compared to the original animated version, as well as the Jim Carrey live action version. Um, let me know where it ranks for you. It probably doesn't rank too high in terms of all-time Christmas cartoon movies. Um, but let me know where it ranks in terms of like a modern animated Christmas movie, you know, because I'm, I'm curious on that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So until next time, watch more Christmas stuff, because if this isn't the last episode, <laughs> we're going to get into it even more. So uh, yeah. Yeah.